Welcome to Let's Pause, a podcast that gives us the opportunity to do just that. In a society that seems to only be gaining speed, leading to rushed decisions and results, we're pushing the pause button on life to explore, study, and dig a little deeper on a variety of subjects. So thank you for joining us today as we pause. Hey, Mark. Hey, Jeff. How are you? I am well. How are you? You are well. Yeah, I'm I can, well. I can see it on your face. Oh, thank yeah, you. You look Thanks. well. You thank look you. better than well. You oh. look very well. <laughs> Anyone else uncomfortable on the podcast? Right. I'm sorry. Yeah, please, no. please continue. All right. So today is one of our Island of Misfit podcasts, and you are my guest, and I am your host. Which... I'm, I'm like the little toy that it's like the jack-in-the-box. Mm-hmm. You wind it up, and then you have to kind of forcibly open the top. Yeah, it's like nobody wants a Charlie in the box. See? Like that. Yeah. yeah, like that. But we want a Mark in the box or Aww. on the box or whatever the case uh, is. You've already made me feel special. All right, excellent. I got to recover from that other podcast <laughs> where I didn't. <laughs> All right. So, Mark, today, yeah, you do not know the subject. I have no idea what you're about to say. Yet. Clowns. What are your thoughts? <laughs> are they crazy? Yes, they are crazy. All right. Done. Any other questions? All right. So I want to talk to you about buzzwords. Buzzwords. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because you have to maneuver all sorts of workplace environments, and mm. there are work buzzwords. Shack that. Yeah. So, in fact. Jeff doesn't even know that's a buzzword. Yeah. But. Well, in fact, I know this is right in your wheelhouse and will create a listener experience while you take a deep dive and expand our bandwidth to assure we're in alignment, which will give us a quick win. (laughs) Is is anyone else getting the vibe that basically this becomes a buzzword conversation? Yeah. So when you pinged me yesterday, I thought we could unpack this and you could drop some knowledge for all three of our listeners to assure they are engaged and there are no anti-perks as you drill down why buzzwords matter in the workplace. Holy smokes. So I'm going to ask you to keep us in the ballpark while we create some synergy and avoid some pain points. <laughs> wow. That was very impressive. I, I don't think I can expand on that. So is there, other than the display and performance of your buzzardry, uh, whatever, whatever the wizardry version of buzzness is, yeah. Okay. So why do we use buzzwords? Yeah. Well, I certainly, we probably both see this in kind of management leadership type circles where mm-hmm. it's a competitive space. And so part of the answer to the question of why is it that we use buzzwords, part of it is we want to create the perception of unique newness you knew what this other thing was, but now here's the new way mm. of understanding it. And the presumption is, it's almost like progressivism. It's the idea that um, we're always just getting better, mm. more insightful, more knowledgeable, and all the rest. And I think that's an empirical question, <laughs> and that's probably not usually true. Like people it's are largely recessive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most yeah. of us are, you know, probably the same. But we've come up with a new word, a way of packaging a normal idea, like something that we've dealt with before, but this is the new Mm. way of of looking at it. I will differentiate that, although I see the similarities between the the phrases and colloquialisms that occur in given organizational cultures. So I come from a military background, Mm -hmm. and most people that are other military members or have been around that community would say they have 
their own language. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a certain way of talking, and and the the kind of the joke even within the military is that um, if you really want to say something with impact and like sound the part, you say things with kinetic language. So by that. You use phrases that are tied to kinetic activities. So you might say, hey, I'm going to give you the the flash to bang on this scenario or situation. And you mean, I'm going to kind of tell you from beginning to end. Mm -hmm. I think you use the word target a little bit here and there. For sure. About the store? Is that what we're referring to? Yeah. Well, people talk about, like in an argument, Mm -hmm. they might talk about exploiting a seam Mm -hmm. or targeting, you know, Mm -hmm. something or something in kind of almost an adversarial language. And they're not intending, I think, to describe true animus between you and this thing or Mm. this person, but they want to put it in a language that maybe an infantry soldier or a ground force element could mm-hmm. understand. I don't really know why we do that, but we do it. And it kind of sounds cool. And I sort of jokingly said, Shaq, that when you came on originally about buzzwords, because Shaq is an acknowledgement in aviator aircrew language. If something is on time, on target, like if you've made a really good point, I want to affirm what you mm-hmm. said. If I was in that culture and I was being almost a caricature of myself, I'd say Shaq or mm-hmm. Shaq that. Okay. Uh, if I want to make sure we're on the same page, I'm going to say something like level the wave tops. You know, I don't know if that's a true Navy term or not, but it's clearly something that has to do with sailing and sailorishness mm-hmm. or something. And you used one in one of our recent podcasts about email, about making sure that it's not stray voltage or something like that in, right. the, uh, in the email. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, all right. yeah, all of that stuff, those are all things that are very common in the community that I came from. But maybe not all buzzwords. Mm-hmm. You know, Did you have any in particular that you have come across? I mean, you, you just hit me up with a bunch of stuff, I did. right? Uh, you know, I think one of the things that um, you know, I hear on a regular basis is the win, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is this a win? And I'm thinking, as I sit through those kind of things, and I've shared this, and I'm sure that I've maybe not been the most popular person in the room. I'm like, if there's a win, who's losing? You know, it's, uh, and I know we've all heard. It's, oh, a, it's a win, win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the other thing, too, is sometimes I think that one seems extremely black and white to me when I'm like, there is probably a ton of gray in most situations. And so, you know, terms that I tend to use a lot is like, hey, is this directionally correct? Which kind of like, you know, are we moving in the right direction? Which probably aligns to ballpark, right? Hey, it's in the ballpark or whatever yeah. the case may be. And so, you know, some progress or directional progress is better than no progress. And so I think that's kind of one of the things that I, I, I wonder about. And, I, and sometimes I just feel like, like I am familiar <laughs> and maybe this is not maybe this is not appropriate or not, but I'm familiar with people who have sat in on like Zoom meetings and big meetings and that kind of stuff where we created buzzwords bingo. I don't know if they paid attention yeah. to the meeting, but they were just oh. crossing off engagement. Oh, got that one. It's yeah. like, they, these are the pillars of success. Click, you know, these yeah. are. Oh, I've, I've been at conferences and we've actually typed up bingo sheets yeah, uh-huh. for particular speakers that we know mm-hmm. are going to drop dime yeah. in certain phrases mm-hmm. and words and whatever mm-hmm. or make reference to certain mm-hmm. things and uh, yeah. i was in a conference this is maybe <laughs> five ten years ago and we had been doing this for a few years with this particular speaker and so we got a little careless and loose so we're handing things out with chips and all the rest and somebody in the back row shouted out bingo <laughs> like that and 
the speaker came over and started looking like, and everyone's trying to cover up their sheets. <laughs> it was very awkward and, uh, and not cool. It but, was funny, but not. But I think one of the things though is that if they're used so much, it's distracting from what's really being accomplished. That's yeah. kind of my concern about buzzwords, right? And I think that, you know, there's probably a healthy, like most things, you know, moderation, right? Is the key, right? Yeah. As opposed to like the first paragraph that I read to you today. You talked about some of the things that you can kind of, but do you have any favorites of your own here on this? Honestly, some of the favorites are probably the ones I'm you I use a lot, <laughs> yeah. and I think I try to. I don't know if I'm intentional about this or not, but I, I occasionally I will notice that I am code switching. I'm thinking specifically now of two communities that oftentimes are a little bit oil and water. So mm. my my military psychology community does not oftentimes think well of or play well with the other part of psychology, the American Psychological Association, which I also help and support. There are a bunch of my colleagues who, who would bristle at phrases like, and they'd probably look at me like, what does that even mean? But like the idea of intersectionality mm. or the idea of uh, some other kind of social justice related language or a marginalized community mm -hmm. type language but they it's not that they don't have a a heart or a care for those communities it's just not a language that they usually talk in mm -hmm. or about and the truth is when you talk about military members or military operations other than the potential impact on communities that are subject to those actions and operations. When you talk about the military members themselves, the, those are mostly people of privilege and power and position and so on. Mm -hmm. But when you're, when I'm talking in a community of American Psychological Association, there's probably a greater effort and awareness on my part to represent the equities of the marginalized mm -hmm. and the intersectionality of things like race and ethnicity and gender orientation and identity and so on. And Truman got that thing rolling, didn't he? He got that thing rolling. Mm -hmm. Desegregation of the military. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And then also to reference and, and pay attention to systemic and institutionalized mm -hmm. issues and concerns, right? Mm -hmm. So it's just, a, it's almost like a different lens, which taps into a different language. And maybe codes uh, shifting has a bad rap, but I think... It's not just, it's not virtue signaling. It's not just saying what people want to hear. It's a genuine need to make a connection with the community that you're mm. now interacting with. And I think that gets to the heart of earlier, like, hey, why are we into buzzwords? I mean, part of it is the, the competitive commercialization of our space where in business, it pays to act like you're talking about something new and innovative because that gets people's attention. They pay for that. You now garner their time and effort, and so people think you have something, some secret sauce. The other part of it is kind of where I was going back to the the military colloquialisms. It's it's a desire to connect with people, mm -hmm. to sort of show them and present yourself as someone who's part of this community, who's adopted this identity, who shares this language. Me, you, same, same. I am part of all of this too with you. And so I've joined you in language that I know resonates mm. well with you. Uh, so what would be your advice to leaders about uh, use of buzzwords? Use them often. <laughs> the more, the better. Mo, mo better. <laughs> Put it in mo your wheelhouse. <laughs> and I would say 
use, like all language, right? Use those things sparingly. Ensure that you read the audience so that you know how mm. this is coming off. Because, yeah, if it's like... If someone's yelling bingo in the audience, you probably aren't. <laughs> they're missing the point. That's right. Okay. You have become your own trope. Yeah. Um, I think things to pay attention to are, am I using this word because it makes a connection with my audience? And like any word, it captures and is well calibrated to an idea or a concept or construct that I'm trying to communicate with people to to create shared meaning mm -hmm. and understanding. If it's just to look cool or if it's because you you want to make sure that people know you're tapped into the latest hotness in language, that's probably time to let that bad boy go. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Anything you want to finish up with? You know, I think we we've talked about this. We should put a pin in this episode is that what you're saying? Let's hit pause. <laughs> no, I I think probably <laughs> That old adage that we tell our children, which is, you have two ears and one mouth. Mm -hmm. You need to listen to understand and speak to be understood. And if the buzzword helps you do those things, great. But make sure you're using phrases and words intentionally and purposefully and that it's something that's likely to be well-targeted and well-received by your audience. All right. Thanks, Jeff. Oh, thank you, Mark. Have a good day. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Let's Pause. If you liked what you heard, drop a follow, smash a like, or drop us a note at letspause.org.